die, nigga. I'ma keep popping this champagne. I'm not worrying about shit. Finally famous, nigga. Man, I look up to God. I wonder if I fell from the sky. Would I hit the ground or would I learn how to fly? I'm pretty sure you see it in my eyes. Sometimes I wonder if I already died. That shit get deep. God, that shit just gets so deep Deep Deep, deep uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, children and babies Allegedly, this podcast is back With episode four Four and five weeks Starting to feel like the, the Golden State Warriors Of this podcast shit <laughs> Just keep getting rings Back to back, back to back Had to take a week off Get myself together Dealing with some things in my life You know And I think we gonna have some transparency time And I'm gonna let y'all in on what I had to What what I'm dealing with But what I want you to know right now is that I maintain And I'm gonna continue to maintain Not just for me But for you I gotta keep this coming It's therapeutic for me I told you I do this for me and you Take advantage man Take advantage Listen Allegedly this podcast Episode 4 City Streets Like I said We're gonna have some transparency time I'm gonna let you know what I've been through We're we gonna have to definitely touch on that Wu-Tang documentary Cause Cause, cause that hit my soul And we might have a, a real Real black history discussion today So Sit back, let me hear this. Hit blunt segment, get it rolled up, get it ready. Cause you know that's coming. Let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, children and babies, allegedly this podcast is back. And this week's black business to look out for is SMB Catering, the owner. My beautiful first cousin. Been in business for two years. She's an amazing chef. A- amazing. Been cooking for me all my life. I've been eating good. Caters to all event sizes and all budgets. Keeps a full breakfast, lunch, and dinner menu. Meal prep is available. She also got those prom and graduation packages available. Because you know motherfuckers going to be expecting to eat when they pull up at the prom send off. Got the jerk salads busting. The hot wings, hoagie trays, bro, all type, bro. It, <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all gotta hit up. The website is coming soon. But you can find her right now on Facebook at Shayna Blaze, on IG at Marshawn. Look out, hit up if you're trying to get fed. She's gonna do you right. Trust me. Allegedly, this podcast is back. And I think it's transparency time. Alright, so this podcast is a few days late. And it is a few days late because on Monday, the day I normally start prepping and recording to have it ready for Wednesday. On Monday, I found out after a long day of work, I found out 
that my grandmother on my father's side, my father's mother, died last year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I don't, I didn't have a relationship with my grandmother because my father never took me to meet her. She lived in Memphis most of my life. And I never had a chance to meet her. I didn't know where to go looking for. Um, yeah, so I find out that she died last year, and that kind of fucked me up. Um, so that's why the, the podcast is late. I'm still kind of out of it. But I'm here. I'm back. And we're going to fight through that. I just got a question. <laughs> Am I wrong for um feeling like my my pops just owes me five minutes? Somebody tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. I think if I have a son and he never gets to meet my mother and she dies, he has every right to want to be my ass. And it's not even like nothing um it's not even hostile or personal or nothing like that like i'm i'm not mad at him my anger towards him left a couple years ago after i realized that he wasn't the man i hoped he would be at 50 or he wasn't even the man i think he hoped he would be at 50 you know so yeah i realized that a few years ago and i just kind of backed off and that was after us coming back in contact over a 10-year period. Like, from the time I was 15 to about 25, I had no idea where the guy was at. And he came back in my life, and it just didn't work out. So I just took a step back. And that's why I'm just hearing that she died last year, this week. That's another thing. Hey, I know we probably got our issues or whatever, but you couldn't even call me. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy, but it is what it is. Like I said, we're going to fight through it. My kids are going to have their grandmother and grandfather in their life because my mama was smart enough to remarry a good man. <laughs> so... I'm not really I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything and I'm gonna make sure my kids aren't missing out on anything. Especially after this. After now that my, my grandmother is gone, I'm there's nothing that I'm longing for anymore. I don't need Yeah, it's nothing on that side I need now. He only had one sibling, a sister, my father, he only had one one sibling, a sister, and she died in oh six. She had three kids, they're still alive. Uh, gotta find them but other than that I'm, there's nothing else on that side I need now that my grandmother is gone so yeah I'm at peace besides the fact that I missed out on that like that's gonna bother me for a while probably bother me forever but I know how to deal with things so I'll handle that um yeah, but other than that, there's nothing else on that side I need. So, I'm not, I'm at peace, like I said.
and I'm glad it happened when it happened because now I know. Like, it happened because my lady wanted to, <laughs> I guess, have a conversation with him. Kind of, you know, just see, I guess, see where I came from and see what she was in store for in 20 years, I guess. I don't know. So she wanted to do that, and I was like, cool, it's whatever. I'm not tripping because I don't have nothing to say to him. But if you want to have that conversation, you can. I'm not going to stop you from that. So she hits up my auntie, my mother's sister, because she's um top investigator. She can find anybody. Shout out to auntie. So, yeah, she finds him in 24 hours and um sends the number. I'm like, I don't have nothing to say, but here you go, baby. They go the number. And I guess my auntie called my lady and told her what happened and they had her tell me and like I said I could be you would you, most I guess you would think I would be upset because it's like if she wouldn't have went digging I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known but I'm not upset at her at all because if she wouldn't have went digging I wouldn't have known until later and the longer it had been before I found out the longer he would have had to be outside with me, <laughs> like I say, five minutes. You gotta. You, I need. I need to shoot the fade. I need five minutes outside with you. If I'd have found out, say, five years from now, bro, we gotta ho- throw a whole um, <laughs> a whole UFC event, five rounds, five minutes. I I need it all. Like, that's fucked up. Why wasn't I deemed important enough to be told? That's crazy to me. But we're not going to dwell on that. We're not going to dwell on the bullshit. It's all positive energy on this side. Allegedly, this podcast was built off positive energy. <laughs> um, yeah, and we're just going to keep pushing. We're not going to let nothing slow us down. We're not going to let negative thoughts creep in our mind and, and, and fuck up the plan, fuck up the bag, because we got a goal over here, and we're going to get the, all those goals accomplished. One way or another. So Showtime and Mass Appeal, they dropped a four-part Wu-Tang documentary. And allegedly, I'm on payroll because I'm about to promote the fuck out of this. Showtime, cut the check. Bro, that shit was spectacular. <laughs> like, for it blew my mind. See, Wu-Tang was popular when I was like a toddler. And my pops was like a pockhead. West Coast, and he wasn't even from he was a Chicago nigga, but like he loved all that 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 West Coast shit at the time. So I had to find them niggas on my own. It wasn't hard though, cause you know, Method Man was a star, and I already knew he was in the group. Like you, you hit a name, you hit a name Wu Tang if you listen to hip hop, even if you don't know what it is. And then I knew Method Man was in the group, cause I heard Cream. And then Ray, Rayquan and Ghostface was always cold to me. Everybody knew o, ODB. It was just amazing when you found out that they, like, all grew up together. Like, them niggas all knew each other since the time they was, like, five and shit. Like, RZA, Jizza, and ODB was all blood cousins. That, on top of the fact them niggas was young, on top of them not knowing the business, on top of it being nine of them niggas, <laughs> with their brothers and their friends as managers and presidents of the company, 
it wasn't no surprise to me that that, that they didn't last as long as they should have. They should have had a longer run. The biggest comp- accomplishment to me, though, they can all still stand to be in a room together for extended period of time. Like that's crazy. Even with uh RZA and, and his brother Divine allegedly doing funny business, they can still come together. Like that was that was something powerful for me to see. No bullshit. Cause you don't see too many stories play out like that in hip hop. For one, you don't see too many groups of friends coming in the game together, learning the game together, and conducting big business together. And a few times you do see that shit. Like, them niggas ain't still friends at the end of their careers. Well, not even at the end of their careers, but, like, just later in their careers. Like, Dame and Jay ain't been right for damn near 15 years. <laughs> Everybody you seen in a Hot Boy video sued Bird, man. Some of them still fuck with him. Some of them don't. But it seems like regardless, regardless of all that shit Wu-Tang been through, they, they can still come together and show love. That's amazing to see. Nine black men doing business together can still come together and show love years later after the business ended. That's that's amazing for me to see, at least. I'm glad they gave ODB a nice little uh, tribute, though, seeing as how he was like the heart of the group. It was just fucked up that when he died, he was pretty much alone. Like, he left... Uh, he he left Wu Tang Productions after he got out of jail, and then he signed the Rockefeller. And he was the last nigga to leave because Rizzo didn't want to let him go. Like I said, not only was they blood cousins, but allegedly Rizzo claimed he had plans for like ODB career, like he was gonna set him up nice or whatever. But ODB said fuck that shit and went to went to Rockefeller with Dame them because they was on top of the game at the time. And ODB felt like RZA was, like, trying to son him and shit by keeping him after he let everybody else go. But amazingly, RZA still wrote and produced for him when he went to The Rock. Like, I guess RZA felt like I might as well still get something out there, but regardless, he still main, maintained a personal relationship, you know? After the business relationship, quasi ended. And again, that's... That's amazing to me, especially because of the fact that they was related. Like, family and business don't really coexist that well, especially when the business don't end on the best of terms. And people just aren't good with boundaries in general. Like, you deal with them because a lot of the times, boundaries keep your ass alive. (laughs) Think about it. But when the boundary, when you can't really see it, when it ain't tangible, you you a lot more liberal about crossing that boundary. Now, I know I'm off on a tangent about boundaries and shit, but y'all see what I'm saying, right? When you got family wrapped up in business, boundaries are just easier to cross. This motherfuckers get entitled. They ain't even work as hard for what you work for, and they but they feel like they're entitled to the same thing. Now they mad and disgruntled when they don't get what they think they're supposed to get. 
and then his family. So they ain't just mad at you at work. Now you got to see him give you the side eye at the cookout. <laughs> you hear motherfuckers whispering about you when you're trying to go get another link and shit. Like, bro, what Like, what you saying? Now y'all drunk as hell arguing and, and, and your old aunties and grandmas got to break shit up. <laughs> it's just too much. That's why it's amazing for me to see Jism, Method Man, Raekwon, Ghostface Killer, Master Killer, you got motherfucking um, Capadonna. It's just amazing to see all them niggas still be able to come together. That shit amazing to me. Rest in peace to Russell Jones, a.k.a. Old Dirty Bastard, R.P.O.D.B. The original man, the father of civilization, is the black man. And that's not alleged, that's a fact. If you believe Adam was the first man to walk the earth, me and science are here to tell you he was black. That's, that's just a fact. Every bone they find goes back to a black man. The old, every oldest bone. So stripping a man from his home and his identity and treating him like an animal, it got a sick way of making it, making sense when you acknowledge that fact, don't it? It's sick, but it, 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 it makes sense. We weren't slaves because we were stupid savages. Or three-fifths of humans. It just made political and economic sense to weaken the number one threat to their well-being. And it was easy because we so damn f- nice. We taught the world everything, you know. Again, that's not alleged. That's a fact. Everything in the world does it comes from us the history of what I'm trying to tell y'all is is, it should get deep it go all the way back to Abraham's son Isaac see like I said a lot of what I'm about to tell you comes from the Bible, and I didn't understand the Bible. Well, not, I'm not going to say I didn't understand, but yeah, I guess I didn't understand it, and it didn't connect with my soul till I realized who I was in it, and it started to make sense in history and spiritually a, a, a little bit. But like I said, go back to Abraham's son, Isaac. His wife, Rebecca, was pregnant with twins. Uh, uh, they say it was a rough pregnancy. So God told her, she she prayed to God, and God told her that it was two nations in her womb. Two totally different people, basically. One came out, red all over, and they named him Esau. His brother Jacob came out after and he had his hand on Esau's heel. And the Bible never really explained that, but like that's kind of profound to me. 
And he 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 can't like he came out right after him with his hand on his twin brother heel. Like he was trying to pull him back and save the world from that nigga. That's what I took from it. Esau grow up to be the father of the nation of Edom. And the Bible don't really say too much about Edom. Like you 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 see it, it's it's sprinkled in there. Not as much as they talk about the Israelites, of course, but Edom is sprinkled in and out the Bible. And they kind of just like a race on their own. They doing their own thing. Uh, every everything all all of God's decrees don't don't apply to them because he don't see them as his children. God changed Jacob's name to Israel. And he had twelve sons. And those were the twelve tribes of Israel. Which will make Jacob the father of the Israelites. It's. I know people think that we the descendants of Ham, but he said he was, he's the father of the darker races, but. He's not, not us. He's not us. We we we're, we're Jacob's children. We the twelve. We the twelve tribes of, of of Israel. And this is controversial, but okay, God split. The 12 tribes in the two because Solomon was out here tweaking. King Solomon was out here tweaking David's son. And David slayed Goliath and became the king. And he just had too much blood on his hands. So God wouldn't let him build a temple. But he set it up to where his son was able to build the best temples and and, and do his thing, but he wasn't, Solomon wasn't holding it down right, according to God. So he stripped some of the tribes away from his control. So it, I, I, I forget exactly who took over the other tribes, but I know they split up, and it was um, ten tribes of Israel and two, two tribes of Judah. And so, like I said, I know this is controversial, but if you, if your bloodline isn't from those two tribes of Judah, you're not a Jew. So, yeah, <laughs> take that how you want. But if your bloodlines don't trace back to the, the two tribes of Judah, you're not a Jew. Um, like I said, you can find a lot of this in Genesis <laughs> if you want to read the story. And we're going to have to have a talk about 
the feminization of the black church one day. Because the Bible is full of strong black men. I think you see more men in church if that was emphasized. Like, the Nation of Islam figured it out. I'm just starting to thumb through the Quran. I'm trying to see what it is that's helping change the lives of all these black men. I know personally. I know I went to school with some niggas that's, yeah. And back to the point, though. If you agree with the Bible, you'll, you'll see that God cursed the children of Israel for not following his commandments. Children of Israel are us. We dealing with the ram we dealing with the ramifications of turning away from God. Like I said, that's if you believe the Bible. If not, then you tell me where we come from. Cause the Ethiopians are like the longest um like they like the oldest Christian community, the Ethiopian Christian community. Like they, we know what this is. I just, we just lost it. And then they finessed it. And I said, we the children of Israel. And we dealing with the, with, with, with what we got to deal with. Because we didn't do what we were supposed to do. See when um when Israel was enslaved by Egypt, that was pretty much what America would today consider black on black crime, because it was it was it was it was black people with black slaves. Like I said, the Egyptians were we don't come from the same we don't all come from the same tribes, but we don't all we're not all the same. But we all darker. Like that lighter race came from Esau coming out red and weird looking. <laughs> I guess 70 AD, the Edomites, they, they took the land from the Israelites and adopted the identity. So that's why you got what you got in Israel right now. You got people claiming our land and fighting over it. Starting whole wars over it because they feel like it belongs to them. That's because everybody interprets the Bible wrong. I say I'm not no um, biblical scholar or nothing, but that makes a lot of sense to me. Because, like, if you read Deuteronomy and you want to apply it today, who, 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 who does that sound like to you? And that's been us for a while. And we have, I, I, I feel like we have supreme knowledge. We just don't tap into it. We've been dulled down by the Edomites. We know who they are. Like I say, man, this is uh, just a short black history lesson. 
You go do your own research because I'm going to continue to do mine. All this is, not all this. A lot of this is fact. Some of this is alleged. A lot of this is based on your interpretation. It depends on what you, uh, a lot of history is what you want to believe. Because history is told by the winners. That's why I said it's all about your interpretation. You got to dig through and find what makes logical sense to you. But I always remember history, history is written by the winners. So it's really easy to get fooled. I'm going to reiterate this one time, and I'm going to leave it alone. If your bloodlines don't trace back to those two tribes of Judah, you're not not a Jew. So allegedly, I told y'all... Kawhi Leonard was the best player in the world a few weeks ago, and I look more right every day. Y'all better start listening when I tell y'all shit, especially if it got something to do with the NBA, because I'm right like over 50% of the time. No cap. (laughs) I remember the Raptors was like, they was either tied or down in the Philly series, and the Bucks had just swept Kyrie out of Boston. I was uh I was smoking, talking shit with Hefe and Lil Cuz, her son. I told them niggas uh the Raptors was gonna beat the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals in six games. Like my boy T Y say, I told niggas. <laughs> I told niggas. I swear to God, I told them niggas that we ended up playing two K to run it to see, and I, I showed them niggas that Kawhi is a, that, that boy is something else. Niggas ain't see how it was possible with um with Giannis playing the way he was playing, but I knew it was like a consistent outside shots and shit was gonna catch up with him. Plus, I knew when Kawhi put the clamp clamps on him, <laughs> the rest of the Bucks weren't gonna step up enough. I ain't expect Eric Bledsoe to go as cold as he did though. My man's couldn't finish a layup, let alone knock down a shot. Brogdon disappeared after Game Three. Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton, he the new Cal Lowry. <laughs> Regular season all-star, playoff bum. I think Giannis said something like um, he loved his teammates, but they, they need an asshole or something. Like, it's a team full of nice guys. They ain't got no dogs besides Blesso. But if, if he can't knock down a shot, he a fucking poodle. Like, there's no reason Kyle Lowry should have averaged 20-plus points on you, nigga. Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry ain't averaged 20 points since high school. <laughs> That's that Kawhi effect, though. Got niggas over that confident. They know they can win any game. If Kawhi come with that shit, Kawhi on Kawhi shit, they can win any game. KD or not, they not scared of the Warriors. I think Kawhi secretly like want them niggas anyway. He was doing them boys dirty in game one and like I think it was the twenty seventeen the KD first year. The Spurs and uh and and the Warriors met in the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> <laughs>
Kawhi was doing them boys dirty. Then Zaza made him land on his foot on that dirty shit. So he definitely trying to run it back. And he going to get his chance Thursday night. I can't fucking wait. This the worst part of the uh, basketball season. This and um, right after All-Star break. When like you got like four days with no basketball. And you just got to wait and cap. Like I hate that. But if I had to pick the series with my head. See, that's what you start doing. You try, you start trying to predict and shit. So, yeah, if I got to pick it with my head, I think Golden State going to get it in six. Because what you really going to do about Steph? If he on Steph shit, what you really going to do? Clay knocking down shit. Like, what you really going to do? They play better without KD. They just got him because they were scared of Bron. They didn't need him. They didn't need KD for nobody but Bron. <laughs> Shannon be on uh Shannon be on undisputed capping with Skip Bayless, but he yeah hundred percent right. Them niggas all linked up cause for cause of LeBron. That's why he the goat. Them niggas in the nineties was stupid. They should have all linked the fuck up. <laughs> Charles, Charles Barkley should have went uh and played with Carl Malone. Motherfucker Gary Payton should have went over there. Couple more niggas. What y'all doing? You better link up and get this nigga off the dome. Y'all just gonna keep letting the nigga beat y'all head in every year. <laughs> out of pride. Fuck out of here. Nope, we finna get a win. <laughs> That's what I said. They, they, just, they just beat, they just grabbed KD for LeBron. They didn't, they didn't need him for nobody else. Maybe they, they may need him for, Ka- for Kawhi, but I don't, Kawhi, Kawhi gonna neutralize that boy if he come back. Like Kate, dude. so it's still just gonna be up to them. But then he gonna take up space and fuck around, and be easier. Like my heart want to say Raptors in like seven, and I can't wait to see which one is right, my head or my heart. But I really don't know. I, I really don't know how it's gonna play out. It, it, it's definitely going to be busting, though. It, it definitely got to go at least six, seven. Because the Raptors got home court. So, it'll probably be, be a split of the first two games. I think the Raptors going to grab game one just because the Warriors been off for a while. So, Steph and Clayton them going to come out lazy and shit. It's probably going to be one of those three-foot... Three for three for sixteen nights that them niggas known for, but they ain't known shit. And Kawhi gonna be Kawhi. So the Raptors grab game one at home. Um, I think the Warriors they bounce back, grab game two. Just they wake up and that's busting. And Kawhi gonna still be doing Kawhi shit, but. Cal Lowry ain't, and all the extras ain't going to step up two games in a row. That's what I'm thinking. So they get a split in Toronto and then go to Golden State. I'm glad they switched it from that 2-3-2. Two, two. That shit used to be goofy. So now it's the 2-2 two, two 
one one one, I guess. Um, so yeah, they go back to Golden State for two. I think Golden State gonna win game three. I think they they gonna split the first four. It's gonna it's gonna be two two. They ain't gonna go back and forth games for like the first four. Or maybe that's just what I want as a fan. That that is the perfect fan scenario. It rarely happens like that. But I think they're gonna split the first four and then it's gonna be a best of three series. Back in Toronto. <laughs> See my heart is saying Golden State gonna grab game five and then Kawhi gonna grab six and seven. That's what my heart's saying, but my head's saying Golden State gonna grab five and six. As the thunder comes down. <laughs> Not the OKC thunder, the thunder outside my house. Um Yeah. That's what I'm 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 thinking. Cause like I said, what are you really gonna do about stuff? I guess you end up putting Kawhi on him after a while, but when is he just gonna be gassed, you know? I know it had to take a lot of out of him defending Giannis. That's a load, even though Giannis is pretty predictable. He's just a fucking Greek freak. <laughs> so he get to do what he want to do. But Giannis is pretty predictable. You know he's trying to get to the basket. And you know... um he want to get there on the right side. He can go left, but he want to get there on the right side. You like you know what Giannis want to do, so it's kind of predictable. Um, yeah, but Kawhi, like I said, all this is depending on what LeBron look back look like next year. Excuse me, that's what all this is depending on, because you can't just take a man title just because he wasn't there. I don't respect vacated um, champions, vacated titles. I don't respect that. You got to beat the champ to be the champ or um, beat him while he outdo him while he's doing what he's doing, you know. So he at least got to be back playing and healthy and shit and get back to the playoffs and get back to doing LeBron shit and then we'll, st- we'll see, but. If it ain't LeBron, it's it's Kawhi Leonard. Y'all ain't y'all wasn't trying to hit me. Like I said, Giannis get figure out his um outside shot and it's really nothing nobody can say <laughs> to any like he he'll be the best. But until that happens, it's either LeBron or Kawhi. Steph trying to make his noise again. Did dame them dirty. Swept them boys. I kind of seen that coming low key. I didn't see them blowing big leads. Like, that could have been a good series. But they kept blowing big leads. So, we got the Raptors. We got the Warriors. An NBA final. Like I said, my heart. Says Raptors in seven. 
My head says Warriors in six. We'll see which one is right. Starting Thursday night. All right. <laughs>
It's still milk, but it's a different kind of milk. It's the milk that it should be getting. So I think the answer to that is, yeah. Bruh, which orange came first, the color or the fruit? somebody paint the color and was like yeah that's orange and then they was like well fuck it let's just call the fruit that or did somebody see a fruit it was like yeah this is an orange and motherfuckers just used that color I, I think it was the first the first the formal I think somebody drew the color it was like yeah this is called orange it was like alright well fuck it that's what we just gonna start calling uh, that fruit over there they probably had some stupid ass name Or some some stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, we just gonna call this shit an orange. <laughs> the following statement is true. The previous statement is false. <laughs> you ever thought about the hotter a computer gets, the more it freezes? Like words are just bad fuck sometimes when you put them, you know. <laughs> Told you it's gonna get darker. Look at this. Somebody is out there right now making the clothes you gonna die in. Oh, shit. Well, maybe you already own them. I like to think I already own the clothes I'm gonna die in. Well, at least the shirt. I'm either going to die in my LeBron jersey or I'm going to die in my um my Deadpool shirt. <laughs> One or the other. Just my luck. I die in a bow tie. Feeling good and shit. <laughs> Look, if practice make perfect and no one is perfect, why should you practice? <laughs> don't 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 listen to me, kids. Practice makes better. It don't make perfect, but it make better. So practice. It's worth it. Bruh, think about this. About to blow your mind. The brain named itself. Wish I had the soundboard. <laughs> Mind blown. Your bed is just a shelf for your body when you're not using it. I love my my fucking body shelf. Nice and high up off the ground. Nice and firm. I think I might have to tell. Baby needs some firmer pillows though. My neck be loose as hell at night. <laughs> my neck be loose as hell at night. And then she just used my chest as her pillow. So she be good. 
I be out here fucked up with my neck and shit in the morning. I'm off on another tangent about beds and pillows. But, um, that's what Mary does. Again, if you don't smoke, I, I don't know why. Ladies and gentlemen, children and babies, allegedly, this podcast is wrapping up episode four, and I got to take the time out to thank you for listening. I got to thank the, I got to, excuse me, take the time out to thank you for bearing with me. As I said, I fucked up my streak, and I, it, it, I didn't, it didn't sit well with me, but I had to mentally. If I'd have gave y'all a podcast last week, it wouldn't have been right. It'd have been angry. It'd have been. It wouldn't have been right. So I'm glad I took my time. I'm glad that y'all were willing to bear with me. I thank you for listening to episode four of allegedly this podcast. I would really appreciate it if you would support SMB Catering. Follow Sheena Blaze on Facebook. At Marshawn at Instagram on Instagram, excuse me. You can find City Hendrix on Twitter. Instagram. Follow Allegedly This Podcast on Facebook. We'll keep you updated. I said I definitely appreciate you listening. We will definitely be back on schedule next week. Giving this to you every Wednesday. I told you it's therapeutic for me. I'm glad. I'm glad that you took the time out to listen. We'll be back next week. City Streets, allegedly this podcast. Thanks for listening.